0: Welcome to the You, Me, and D podcast, your weekly dish on all things Disney parks, movies, TV, gaming, and more. Hey there, it's Matthew Erickson. And Matthew Bakuzi, or Koozie. And today marks our first official episode. Yep, it's episode number one, Disney Tops. (laughs) Now I know what you're thinking, and you are not wrong, my friend. On today's episode, we play a game of
1: Get to Know Us, Disney Edition, where we uncover our top across the disney brand so get your head out of the gutter and pop on those mouse ears because another episode of the you me and d podcast starts right now all right all you tops and bottoms out there
0: <laughs> oh my
1: gosh i'm cutting that no <laughs> yeah. welcome to episode number one official or official episode number one is what i should say we're excited to be back recording another episode. We are excited to continue this adventure that we're on. And today we're going to continue to learn more about the Matthews. In order to do that, you need to know our top faves of Disney. I guess we can just get right into it, no?
0: Yeah, let's our, dive into the, our Disney tops. We're going to kick off our first section of
1: Disney Parks. Our favorite things about the parks, I'll ask you first.
0: Yeah, and I guess a little bit of background. Each of us went through each of our questions here for the topics and wrote our own individual responses. Yes. And so (laughs) Koozie is going to lead us in the Disney Park section, the first section of the Disney Tops extravaganza here. And yeah, we'll see if we have any similarities or if we're more different than we think. (laughs) (laughs) We shall see.
1: Uh, Okay, so first one of the sec of parks section,
0: our favorite parks of the parks that we have been to together. And so this is out of Walt Disney World, Disneyland, or Disneyland Paris. Correct. And California California Adventure is included in Disneyland. Yes. Yes. So for mine, do you want to guess mine? Not yet. We can save okay. that for the third section. Ooh, okay. okay. I like that. Mysterious. Yes. <laughs> so the favorite park I've been to is, Drumroll, please, <laughs> Disneyland. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I shocked you on the, on the first one. Well, that's it, folks. Um, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. I stumped my husband. So Disneyland. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think we just had so much fun when we went that time. Yeah. And I just love I love that it's like smaller ish version of Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's the original, but it just has this like quaint atmosphere to it that I just so enjoyed. Well, that's funny that you say that, because my
1: favorite is actually Walt Disney World. Oh!
0: Uh, but
1: <laughs> and for those who listened last episode, um, it's funny because I kind of, my initiation into Disney was Disney, or the parks was Disneyland, and Matthews was Disney World, and we kind of introduced the other to each other when we were dating, so... Very interesting. But yeah, I love Disney World because I, I I, like, although I do love Disneyland and its nostalgia, I like how Disney World is its own city and how there's different parks and you take the
0: bus and you can choose where you want to go today. So yeah, Disney World. Who knew? <laughs> Opposites do attract. <laughs> Just kidding. I obviously love Walt Disney World. Yes. Oh. I mean, if Disney World was in California... That would be perfect. Oh.
1: Although I do say, I will say, being on the East Coast, it is easier to get to Florida. All right, next up we have favorite park within Walt Disney World.
0: So out of Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios, I would have to say Epcot. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> why are you? Why are you not surprised? Well, that one I knew because you love Epcot. You always talk about it, and um, I do. Yes. Can you guess which pavilion is my favorite? which, like which pavilion country? Pavilion is your favorite?
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I know that. Mexico.
0: Ooh, I wrote down just as a note: either France or Mexico. Okay, as a tie. Okay. Oh, there we go. My favorite park within Walt Disney World
1: is. Animal Kingdom, which I feel like is not a fan favorite of people. I feel like Animal Kingdom is kind of the last resort for a lot of folks. Yeah, people view it as like the half-day Yes, and I actually don't. I love Animal Kingdom because I feel like it provides you the feeling of Asian countries that the World Showcase doesn't. You know, when you Mm -hmm. go into Asia Mm -hmm. or you go into Africa of Animal Kingdom, I'm not saying it like it feels like you're there because I've I've neither been to Asia nor Africa, I just, um, I just love the the feeling of it. And they do make you feel like you're in those countries. Um, and yeah, I can spend the whole day in Animal Kingdom from Pandora to Mount Everest to the safari. I just, yeah, it's so fun. I just love Animal Kingdom. I really do.
0: Yeah, I love the animal. I mean, what's interesting is that you have epcot which features different countries and then you have you know right kingdom oh, that features that <laughs> no 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 but i mean by saying countries you know mm-hmm. implying that there are many different you know asian countries represented right. and in in the sense of you know like landscape and animals and nature um and i think it's just really cool that you have you know i feel like walt disney world is a um what is it like a russian doll of like yeah parks within, parks, but, within yeah. parks within parks within parks yeah i love animal kingdom and then you also have the the fake or uh fictitious uh countries or continents of (laughs) pandora right and different worlds which is right and flight of passage is like one of the best rides in my opinion um oh yes i'm very much looking forward to our animal kingdom episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) and also one of my favorite places too it's actually we're going down farther but it's actually not listed as my favorite here but my top favorite is Oh my God, I can't think of it what's that lounge? That's like right next to Pandora. The Nomad Lounge. Nomad Lounge. Love the Nomad Lounge. Great drinks. Great, great drinks. Cocktails. The only reason why I go to Disney. No. Okay. Next up, we have favorite ride. And this I'm assuming can be ride at any park, correct? Like Disneyland, Walt Disney World,
0: Disneyland, Paris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's how I was thinking. Okay, great. Well, it's funny you bring up that distinction because the ride that I chose, we actually first rode in Disneyland Paris, oh. and then rode again in Epcot. So it has to be <laughs> Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Remy's Adventure. Great ride, such a good ride.
1: Yeah, we we I think they were building it. In Epcot, when we were in Disneyland Paris, like we knew it was going to be in Epcot, correct? Like, I think we so. There. I think we went to it. We were like, this is assuming to be Epcot. And we we're like, cool. But it was nice to see it in Paris because it was, you know, like I can't remember. I feel like Epcot, it, it is like kind of around the back and they kind of make it a little world, like a little um section. But i've in Paris, it is like a section that's like, kind of looks like you're in the city. There's restaurants around you. And then you kind of go into Remy's
0: restaurant, um, which is super cool. Oh, yeah. There's very much of the town square in Disneyland Paris. I mean, there is also in Epcot, too. Right, right. But Um, it's not just for... Yeah, it's like a whole dedicated... It just feels... I mean, what's unique is that in Disneyland Paris, you know, there's not other countries represented in <laughs> this like <laughs> studio space you know um and yeah i remember when we wrote it we were just blown away by the technology of it and we just like could not stop like laughing and mm-hmm. smiling and loved um, it yeah it's a great ride highly recommend <laughs> worth the wait yeah yeah
1: it was a long wait we did in, in disney world <laughs> but definitely worth it thankfully we had a drink in our hand yes we did my favorite ride. Oh, yeah. My favorite ride. Yeah, we can't skip you, baby boo. My favorite ride, Makuzi's favorite ride, <laughs> is actually Radiator Springs Racers.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes. The wow. Our's Cars ride in California Adventure. I love that ride so much. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, you know I'm such a nerd, babe. In about... general or Disney, when it comes to Disney? either is true. I, either is true. However, uh, this podcast is about Disney, so we'll keep <laughs> it about that. I am a total nerd when it comes to ride soundtracks or theming. Yes. Theming. Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: One of the reasons why I love that ride was like, I mean, it's kind of uh, similar to Test Track in Epcot.
0: Oh yeah, I want to say it's
1: like a mirror, mirror, track. but they make it more. They expand on the atmosphere of it, so it's like you're actually just driving through the canyons of the desert of the United States, um, and they you're just sitting in this car. For those who haven't been on it yet, um, and they just play a great soundtrack, and you, you just feel like you're just cruising down a hot on Route sixty six, you know, and you're just like. You can there's one point where you can see the Tower of Terror or I guess now Guardians of the Galaxy in the distance. The breeze is in your hair. You're in a convertible. You're just chilling and it's great. And then at the end there is the, the speed part where you're actually racing and that's, the, that's fun. But my favorite part is when you're kind of just going at normal speed and you're just coasting and cruising. And there actually is a cool story behind that ride for the two of us, which I don't think I'm going to go too into it at the moment. I feel like that's a we can discuss that in another episode, but there is a fun story that goes into that ride that um, I like to tell people. We
0: like to share. Um, so that's to come. <laughs> so you'll just have to stick around folks to TBC to be, Oh, to, to be, be continued. continued. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that one. No, but yeah, honestly, that ride is so much fun. Yeah, like the, the, theming is amazing the music is you know wonderful and i you know to your point of the comparison of like test track to what is it actually called it's called radiator springs racers oh okay, yeah it's yeah. actually kind
1: of a tongue twister but i think the town is called in cars, radiator springs yes. radiator springs
0: yeah so. i think that i remember as a kid i was actually like scared to go on test track because when i i don't know i was like super young you could hear people like screaming as like right. whipped around outside oh yeah especially um, if you're like standing under it
1: you're like oh, about yeah. to walk into the the ride from the outside you're like whoa
0: yeah it's definitely a an experience and i like that they kind of you know it's still a thrilling ride even though you're only really going like 30 miles an hour yeah they, they do a really good job at making you feel like you are cruising uh the highway <laughs> and it definitely reminds you that life is a highway not that i want to go into right rascal flats Flats over here jesus
1: (laughs) okay next up on the parks list we have favorite hotel okay part of me feels like we're
0: going to choose the same one well i've only stayed in two so well i was about to say that Okay. (laughs) for me it is port orleans french quarter
1: (laughs) ding 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 ding
0: Personally, for me, I mean, I literally chose to go to New Orleans for my bachelor party. I love everything about Port Orleans French Quarter. The hotel is beautiful. Uh, the food is wonderful. The beignets, the Scat Cat Club, uh, the Scat Cat, the music. Uh, it's just such a fun place to go, and we had a wonderful time when we yeah went there mine's also the french quarters <laughs> shocking because well one it was my first
1: time at disney world as an adult it was my first disney world resort i stayed in and yeah like everything that you said just love the scat cat club and the vignettes were amazing and i loved how we it was i love the aspect of going to the park all day and being like okay we're gonna go home and change and then we're gonna go to the scat cat club and like listen to cool music Get, eat a bunch of sugar on top of a beignet and like just have some cocktails and relax. And it was really cool. <laughs> um,
0: but it actually is really true because it feels like a nice, you know, respite from the parks. It feels like you are transported to some speakeasy or, you know, you're in New York or another city. You're not in Orlando yeah. in a Disney park. It feels. Adult, but also still has the magic of, you know, Disney.
1: Right. And it is still it's a moderate resort, right? It's a moderate level one. Yes. Um and so the rooms aren't like anything fancy, at least the room that we But it does give you that New Orleans vibe. Um and it's on I believe I could be wrong, and correct me if I'm wrong. There is a river or a a pond, I think it was a river, and you could take a boat, you can take up paddle boats, or you can take a boat to get to Disney Springs or I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, it connects well it's it connects Port Orleans Riverside to French Quarter. Right, okay.
1: Oh that's what it is. You can go to you can go to the other you can go to riverside via boat. Yes. Right, that's what it was. So that was pretty cool. And I think where, where we were staying, it was right next to the water, right next to the river so it was a really cool spot because the other hotel that we have stayed at um or at least I have stayed at is Animal Kingdom Lodge Kidani, Kidani Village. Village yes which was great loved kind of Kidani Village and the animals out back but I feel like that's a, it was a little farther away from the other parks French Quarters is like very close to like Epcot or something
0: are we going to the other ones um yeah, and shout out to our dear friends Matthew and Kevin who <laughs> invited us oh, yeah. to stay with them at uh, Animal Kingdom. Uh, they are DVC members, and we are not, um, but we Yet. we have really good friends, and it was super fun to experience that that hotel and that resort. Oh yeah, absolutely! I think one of my favorite
1: things about the Animal Kingdom Lodge is like that brief moment <laughs> when we were just chilling at. On the balcony, like, watching the giraffes. Honestly, a core memory. Yeah, absolutely a core memory. Just having some wine. It was so calming.
0: And we were, like, waiting to go to dinner. I was like, I'm okay just, like, not going to dinner. (laughs) We wanted to go eat. Oh, I could have sat on that balcony drinking red wine Mm -hmm. and chilling. Yes. Next up, because we're just zooming through this list. (laughs) (laughs) Our three-hour podcast starts now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> favorite food within the park, and this could be snacks. It could be dine-in or sit-down. It could be, oh my God, why am I blanking on the term? A meal? Yeah. What are they? like quick service? Oh, <laughs>
0: whoa!
1: <laughs> um, it could be quick service, being like top top fave. Obviously, this is like a lot to choose from. I think we'll delve more into these things in later episodes. But for right now, it's our Thing that comes top of mind.
0: My Disney top pick for food is meal related. Sit down. And it's funny that we were just talking about the Animal Kingdom Lodge because I chose Boma oh, for breakfast. Oh my God. I forgot about Boma when I gave this answer. So I'm insulted. I know that you forgot about Boma. <laughs> I love breakfast so much. Like, I. Okay, I mean, let's be real. I love any meal throughout the day, but I love breakfast. I don't know what it is about having a nice eggs benedict, a little savory with maybe something sweet, Mm -hmm. mix in a little breakfast cocktail, and I am (laughs) super happy. Let alone if it's a buffet, I'm in. Yes. So something you need to know
1: about Matthew Erickson and Koozie over here is that Matthew loves breakfast food, and I kind of am okay with breakfast food. Like, I do love breakfast. I do enjoy it, but, like, I can also have a breakfast sandwich or some granola and yogurt and be happy. Um, I would rather have a really good lunch or, like, a really good dinner.
0: Yes, he loves a pressed sandwich. I do. Paninis are my life. So what's hmm. your favorite food? My favorite dining experience,
1: and it's actually it's La Hacienda.
0: Yeah, Mexico Pavilion. Angel, yes.
1: Um, the cross from the Sun. What is it? Sun Angel? Sun on, Angel? On not Hill. Angel. I know. I, I'm trying. Uh, Angels know. in the Outfield. Or,
0: <laughs> which I think was that a Disney movie?
1: Angels in the, in the Outfield?
0: I don't know. I'm not going to fact check the it right now. Dogs go to heaven. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is Wait, that no, that wasn't Disney. Oh. <gasps> Take that back. Oh, that was like oh, that no. was like Fox Search. That was like Fox. Well, actually, maybe, maybe now, with oh, the no. <laughs> with the purchase of 20th Century Fox, but that definitely was like a 20th Century Animation. I'm pretty sure we are fact checking. We are checking these facts. I, I, yeah, I, uh, it would say it right there. We're... Go on the right hand side for everyone um, listening. We are on Wikipedia distributed by tbd folks <laughs> no idea. it doesn't even say it at the top wait go back up this is hilarious oh don bluth it's the same people that did like um yeah an A american don tale land before time oh oh, there uh, you go goldcrest films interesting Ooh. on its cin- on its cinema release it competed
1: directly with walt disney feature animations
0: We'll have to maybe have an episode about. Oh, it released the same
1: day. Sorry to interrupt you. Released the same day as A Little
0: Mermaid. It's not okay that you interrupted me.
1: Okay. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, anywho, let's get back on topic. It, but... It... No, but we definitely should have an episode about Absolutely. competitors.
1: Yeah, when this was a, a literal, literal competitor because it came out the same day as A Little Mermaid. It also traumatized. Clearly me. did not do as well. But So,
0: how do I pronounce it? La Hacienda de San hill. I, right, well, Kuzi's gonna get back into a lingo. Oh my god. And <laughs> prep Perfect. for the next episode. <laughs> well, either way, that was my favorite. Um, cause there is a
1: restaurant inside the yes. like San Hill Inn or something. Yep. Yep. And that's cool because that gives like a, um, the indoor outdoor experience. Yeah. The indoor outdoor experience. Um, like the, Blue Bayou. Yes. I was Disneyland. gonna say Blue Lagoon. <laughs> you know, I was too, that? but I like last minute got it right in my head <laughs> and I was like, yes. Um <laughs> so I loved it. Yeah, because it was we sat down in a really nice booth for you it overlooks the water um in World Showcase. Yeah, the one outside overlooks the um the lake. Yeah, and it was great. And I had amazing quesadillas and I love a good quesadilla. I think also they're like very similar to a panini. <laughs> Do you remember if you had like a chicken quesadilla? Oh yeah, it was obviously or like chicken, chicken and vegetables. Is, like a wait, pal- is
0: barbacoa pork? Yeah, I'm, I'm pescatarian for everyone listening, yes. so I'm I'm not, <laughs> and he is not. I am a carnivore. <laughs> yeah, it was chicken met
1: fajita, quesadilla. But yeah, that was a really cool experience. Yum. Um, all right, next up we have special event slash festival. Is that right? Am I saying? Yeah.
0: Yes, within a park, I chose clearly you cannot get me outside of epcot um i chose food and wine festival because mm-hmm. why the heck not <laughs> i love eating around the world but eating and drinking around the world it, in all the additional pavilions and booths that appear or just like sign me up yes please yep so mine was also food and wine i Ooh. just love the food and wine festival
1: but i did have a slash Ooh, I a said slash. food and wine slash not so scary. I mean, because, well, they happen at the same time. <laughs> and if you're down there for food and wine, <laughs> yes, you're going to hop over to Magic Kingdom and have a not so scary Halloween.
0: 100%.
1: So, definitely love going down there in September, October. Also, because the weather is nice. It's not like too humid, but it's still kind of hot and warm. But one day we need to go when it's Christmas. Uh, oh, like the holidays. That's oh, yeah. I like have to. Oh, yes yeah. in, in the next 3 years oh i'm giving a time limit
0: 3 years we have a t- we, have, we have a countdown <laughs> folks but well, wait before we move on do you like halloween or something do you enjoy the <laughs> holiday of halloween why do you ever pick that i'm i'm so confused i don't know i wonder why because i love halloween it's
1: one of my favorite holidays i love everything halloween i love hocus pocus i love being in salem i love horror films i am something you need to know about me Koozie, is that I am a horror film fanatic. Well, I'm not, I wouldn't say fanatic. I'm
0: not like, I don't know everything about horror movies, but I do enjoy a good horror film. To quote Kimberly J. Brown in the classic Disney Channel original movie, Halloween Town Halloween is cool. cool. It is. And was... being normal is vastly overrated, said Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> It actually was, it took all of my power to not put down Halloween Town as my favorite live action movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna, okay, we're <laughs> skipping ahead. We're skipping ahead. Let's stay on track, Matthews. Okay, last one for the parks. This one is show or spectacular in one of the parks. Okay, so I also have a slash oh, in this one. Matthew a slasher, slasher. slash, if you will. And it's a tie between the Happily Ever After fireworks, yep. mm-hmm. the yeah and fantasmic but specifically fantasmic at disneyland oh wow those are my two faves really yeah well, both of them i didn't
1: i didn't put the slash in this one i was going to i started typing happily ever after
0: but then i put fantasmic at disneyland can I just say, I so we both have our laptops out, and I love the way that you just like fake typed <laughs> on the laptop because you didn't even try to like do the letters. You just hands in like a high five motion. No, 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 it wasn't even that. You just you just <laughs> went up and down like <laughs> hands were flat, folks, and just parallel <laughs> to the keyboard. Um, but no, if for those who haven't
1: been to Disneyland, Fantasmic in Disneyland is different, actually. So Actually, to be honest, I have never seen Fantasmic at Disney World.
0: You know what's funny? I was pondering that once I wrote Fantasmic because when we went last to Disney World? Disney World, we were with a big old group. Yep. And we had four days. We were in and out. We <laughs> were hitting things left and right. And I think, well, first of all, as anyone knows, going with a group to Disney World is... A really positive investment but just there's so much to do how can everybody feel like they got everything in and when we went we had to just like arrange the days on the day that you know made sense and I think whenever Fantasmic was it was we were doing something else that night and I felt so heartbroken because our dear friend Kirsten was coming with us and she had never seen Fantasmic and still has not yet to see Fantasmic. Does the Fantasmic and Disney World have a water feature? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a man-made... It kind of feels like a, a big amphitheater that's like... Yeah, no, I think we really walked into And like into a man-made it. river. I mean, the River of America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disneyland is also man-made, but it's it's a lot more like you're here for a show. Right. Very similar setup, different sequences.
1: Right. Or for those who haven't gone to Fantasmic at Disneyland, it is really cool because it's on the River of America and you just kind of gather around, find a spot on the road or if you can... Get a nice spot or restaurant outside in, in Port New Orleans. Am I saying that right? Port New Orleans? Just New Orleans Square. New Orleans Square. Thank yeah. you. Right. You just kind of gather around to watch it. Oh, yeah. And the they river. like barricade you. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: are you staying here? Because we're going to put this rope up.
1: Yes, there is a restaurant in New Orleans <laughs> that has an outdoor to yeah. watch when Fantasmic is happening, which I absolutely suggest. Um, okay. Yeah, it's
0: kind of cool to watch it like stand i mean yeah who wants to stand up during a show but you kind of forget about it and i kind of feel like it it feels so much more like you've like come across this experience and you're all experiencing it together as opposed to let's stand in line to sit in this theater yeah amphitheater type seat you know setting agreed it's like a parade but not all right section two (laughs) disney movies and film so to kick things off we have to start with the classics So I'm curious. Sounds like a segment that could be in the future. Ooh, Curious Koozie. So Koozie, what is your favorite Disney animated
1: classic? Okay, so you told me that we separated it from classic and then 1989 to beyond as another one that we're going to As answer. a different category, yes. A different category. So <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Disney classic... I always get so nervous when you giggle. Oh, I like that. Well, no, it's funny because <laughs> it's actually a movie that came out in 1988 oh i don't know if it like really counts as a classic yeah <laughs>
0: right
1: <at the> <laughs> but um i'm gonna say it because as i love it it's one of my favorite disney movies oliver and company wow yeah i mean that Midler. yeah it's just such a great film and i feel like it's underrated i feel like some people forget about it it could just be the fact that like it was one of the disney vhs's we had in our cabinet <laughs> Um or maybe would, because it was Billy Joel. Well, that's true. So if just in case you didn't count that as a classic, because it was oh, 1988.
0: It. Um, you and me A-ha. together
1: will be
0: <laughs> forever. You'll see.
1: Just in case there was no
0: confusion, this is
1: a gay podcast. Okay. <laughs> um but just in case it wasn't accepted, I mm-hmm. did also write The Rescuers. Oh, like the original or Down 19, Under? Not Down Under. Down Under actually came out in like 82 or something. Oh, okay. um, not 82. In like uh, 92. Or, oh, yeah, na- yeah, yeah. But Rescuers, oh, right. the original came out in 1977.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, there's this really wonderful creator on Instagram, and I wish I could give them a shout out. I'll try and do so. They do really wonderful uh, costumes and like full makeup. And they'll do uh these little like, clips and one of them was uh when the character madame medusa like (laughs) answers the phone and she like walks in and her like hips are bouncing left and right (laughs) and she has these like bobbly necklaces and i'll just always remember the i mean that voice actress i wish i knew their name from the original movie is just so phenomenal but she (laughs) picks up the phone and she's like madame medusa's pawn shop (laughs) and the way early gets a pop on her peas is just so wonderful Oh, yeah, Geraldine Page. Geraldine Page. Yeah, what a what a phenomenal performance. Right. And what a creepy, like, villain. I'm going to throw this little girl down a well to get this diamond. So creepy. I'm a psycho. And yeah. also potentially another gay icon. <laughs> uh, you know what? I feel like she is an
1: underrated gay icon. She kind of looks like Carol Burnett a little bit. <laughs> You know, no offense I, to Carol. Yeah. No, I love I my mean, I love Carol Burnett, but I feel like Carol Burnett would play this character. Yes, oh, on her show, oh, yeah. like, or she had played it. I mean, yeah. the blouse with the, the... low boobs, like,
0: <laughs> with the low
1: boobs. Yes, like, love it. Crazy. They're just flopping. Seriously, flopping. Oh my god. <laughs> we are my... getting
0: distracted by the wrong thing, yeah. my friend. Okay, so. Yours was The Rescuers. I well, Oliver and Company. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Really Oliver and Company with a backup of The Rescuers. Yes. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mine is Sword in the Stone. I Knew it. You did? Yeah. I love it. I know you do. I love it. I love the magic of it. Yep. I, I love, I think what I loved about that as a kid, for me, it was the, the Disney movie that wasn't, princess based right at the time, mm-hmm. right? And not even be like, oh like it was a guy's movie or whatever. But I liked that there was a different element to it. It wasn't like based on love. Mm-hmm. You know, it was based on like this individual person's journey right. Right? and like childhood. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Okay. So <laughs> the Renaissance period to today. So to be specific from nineteen eighty nine until today, what's your favorite Disney animated movie? I'm going with Encanto. Oh,
1: I know it's a very recent one, and I know it's kind of like there's so many good ones between now and 1989. But I just love Encanto. I think it was such an amazing movie. I love it. it's based in Colombia. Um, Colombia. I love the music.
0: You
1: know, like I sometimes I like hate that I love Lin well, <laughs> You know, Cause you Lin, just, if you're <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah we both love you you are listening to this (laughs) second episode well first actual episode yeah i just love Encanto. i love i think also maybe like when it came out you know it was still kind of pandemic and working from home and i just it was one of the movies where i knew the album i listened to the soundtrack before
0: going to the movie and i was like singing bruno i was singing the bruno song Um, i was gonna say let's just make it clear we were talking about bruno
1: before the movie before the
0: movie came out well and what's really funny about koozie is that he will listen to soundtracks before because he is the type of person that will read the last page in a book to like know where he's going proud of it what i also loved is that in Disney movies, of course, there are sung spoken lines that are from like the context of what's happening in the scene. And there were a couple like lines within it that like you would be saying and you're like, I don't know what this means, but I'm just gonna keep singing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what a great movie. Yeah. Box office hit. <laughs> mine, can you guess mine? Your favorite Pixar? No. Sorry, your favorite Disney animated?
1: Yeah. Well, probably me wants to say it was the Little Mermaid because you made it. You switched it from 1990 to 1989 so that Little Mermaid was included. But
0: you, little Sherlock Holmes, that's not correct. (laughs) Oh, but I appreciate the thought process. Oh no, my favorite is Princess and the Frog. Oh yeah, that was going to be my next. I feel like that's going to be my broken record. Is like I love New Orleans, (laughs) and I just love the story. (laughs) I I actually remember vividly. Well, first of all, I mean that was like you know the last 2D animated. Film for Disney. Yeah. In like the princess realm, you know. Um, and I think thankfully we're getting back to not necessarily fully 2D animation with Wish that's coming up. Yeah. But a, a little bit more of like a mixed media mm-hmm. view. Um, it's not necessarily that like tangled, frozen 3D style. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like it was such a classic film. And I remember seeing it with, you know, some friends in the movie theater, and the movie theater was packed. And it was just such a, I was blown away. I thought it was so colorful. The story was wonderful, and great music. Let's speed this up, mm-hmm. okay? Rapid fire. <laughs> Disney movies and film. Pixar. Koozie, you're up.
1: I'm going with Coco. Coco. Love Coco. Love the music. Love the colors. Just love everything about that movie. Yeah, I guess
0: I don't. Maybe I'm just a, a fan of Latin culture. <laughs> but I mean, who isn't? <laughs> yeah, I just love Coco. Great movie. Gorgeous. Mine was a tie
1: mm-hmm.
0: between Up and Inside Out.
1: Wow. Yep. Those two were also on my top of the list.
0: Yep. And I have to say really quick with Inside Out, I will never forget the first time that I watched it with you because you had not seen it yet. No. yeah, And it was like the bing bong scene mm-hmm. and just like gutted, <laughs> just like <laughs> look over. And it was just like, oh, I success. love that part. You just let her go. Fly her to the moon for oh, me. Oh. Love it. Okay, so live action. Live action. This is also cut in two parts. Yes. Yeah, so first we're gonna do live action film and then specifically live action movie that was a remake of an animated movie. Yes. So first live action. You probably know what it is. I hope it's the same as mine. It's is the it the parent, parent trap? trap. <laughs> yes. Okay, I also did give a second one. Uh huh. I also said the Princess Diaries. Oh, also, yeah, Phenom. Yes. And I love that both of them are the Parent Trap and the, the Princess, Princess Diaries. Diaries. Yes, also the Parent Trap,
1: nineteen ninety eight, with Lindsay Lohan, to be yes, yes I, our original, <laughs> our generation's original, the Parent Trap. <laughs> um, yes, we love that movie. We
0: actually just recently watched, rewatched it a couple weeks ago, and we're totally going to have a Parent Trap episode going uh, from the original, original, original. Yes. Comparing it to the uh, Lohan remake. Yes.
1: And we we'll even we'll even even have a Lohan episode as well. But
0: Oh yes. She's <laughs> getting a dedicated hour. Yes. Um, okay, so now live action remake of an animated film. Oh my god, I didn't put an answer. <laughs> you didn't? Okay, <laughs> I, didn't. I can go first. Okay, you go first. I know we don't have to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine, this sounds a little cliche because it did just come out, but Little Mermaid, hands down.
1: Honestly, that was probably gonna be mine too i do have a love for aladdin i will say the Mm -hmm. remake of aladdin you love speechless love speechless well i love naomi scott Mm -hmm. i do love her from being the pink range power ranger in the remake of power rangers which so sad they never continued that people i'm ashamed of the fans i just love her in general and then i love how they like interact how they incorporated the genius character in that movie so i think Aladdin for me, mm-hmm. but also Little Mermaid. And I, sorry, I cut you off. Why Little Mermaid for you?
0: I just think that after so many years of live action remakes, that felt like, I mean, I love all of them because I, I, I think that both of us can always find reasons to enjoy the live action remakes, even though some people, you know, don't like that they changed something or, you know, they removed a song or this and that. And honestly, I had no big complaints about the little mermaid. I think they really hit a grand slam with it. I mean, the casting was, you know, on par. Um, Mm -hmm. And just the, everything was wonderful. I thought the animation was great. And especially after hearing so much like flack beforehand and like comparison to like the underwater animation of, you know, like Avatar, I guess, being better. Like we haven't seen that, but Um, people kind of giving flack for the underwater scenes in Little Mermaid. But the reality is most of the movie actually takes place outside of the water. Right. Um, That's true. But it was just just such a wonderful uh, film, and I'm excited to dive into it a little bit later. Yeah. Okay, so this is going to be the really quick section. Characters within movies and film. Favorite prince. (laughs) Prince Eric. (laughs) Um, Both animated and live action. (laughs) I mean, live action, yes, please. Yes. Mine for prince and I hope we can accept the answer. Eugene slash Flyn Rider. Oh yeah. He's, he's accept yeah. Yeah, they get married He's in a yeah. prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. Love the hair. He's and my the smolder. He's my you know. Second. Good personality. Favorite princess. Rapunzel. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I'm my
1: unofficial princess? Georgette. <laughs> georgette the dog (laughs) yes she's absolutely a princess (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) yeah we always make the joke that our dog uh eve (laughs) who was named after the character of eve in wally yes uh, she was uh that she in the morning is georgette that absolutely because she
1: even has what she had this moment of has some back issues for a little bit, so we got her these stairs.
0: <laughs> she's eight, everybody. Yeah. She's
1: she's so seen some things. There are stairs up to our bed for her. And yeah, when she like comes down them, wakes up in the morning, and does her little her little stretch on the bed, and then just plops down the stairs to come eat breakfast.
0: <laughs> I swear if we had like a little doggy vanity, she would do her makeup. Oh, absolutely. So my princess, I forgot how we got on. Um... <laughs> well, I said Rapunzel for my princess,
1: but I said unofficially Georgia
0: yes mm-hmm. uh georgia who has a wonderful uh ballad yes
1: <laughs> but obviously i know your princess oh,
0: tiana yes 100 <laughs> are you kidding me yep. tiana's a working gal yep. i think the moment that i knew that she was going to be my favorite princess mm-hmm. was in the beginning it's like actually right as the title comes on and says like walt disney presents mm-hmm. Princess and the frog when she comes back from one shift into her room, oh, and just like pops and on like pops on the bed, and then like the alarm goes back off, and like she's <laughs> right back at. I was just like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, relatable. Yeah, I just love Tiana. She's got that spunk. Yeah, and she's she's doing it. Villain. I have a slash for this one. Ooh.
1: So I have Isma.
0: Oh, no unexpected. Really? Koozie. That's not where my mind was going. Oh, not yeah. specifically for you, but just in general. Just in general. And I love that. Well, Isma's is the best. Heck yeah. yeah. Earth for kit.
1: When she is a cat, also, it's like <laughs> one of the funniest moments of Disney history. My voice? Yeah. <laughs> is that my voice? <laughs> Sorry, that was probably so loud into the microphone. Into the mini that mic. was
0: <laughs> into the mini mic. <laughs> We still have the mini mics, folks. We're hoping so, in a month or so we can get some better, better production. Hopefully our, my next episode. Our home but studio. We'll see what happens. Wow, Isma. wait, who's the other option? Oh, the uh, Shadow Man. The Shadow Man. Dr. The Facilier, Man. Dr. Facilier yeah. which was my. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. And I'm sure I know who your sidekick Oh, interesting. Interesting. Who's your sidekick? Kronk. <laughs> Hold on, Laba, Kronk. Wrong. I know. Way. It's funny, I don't
1: really like mention The Emperor's New Groove a lot in my life, but like I do appreciate that movie and I do love those two characters.
0: Honestly, if I had not said Princess and the Frog for Disney animated, like The Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, fantastic is movie. Phenomenal movie. Such an underrated movie. First of really all, is. we don't talk about it enough, mm-hmm. but Cusco at one moment, drag icon.
1: Oh that, absolutely that
0: kitchen scene <laughs> and the way that cusco orders it, it phenomenal mm-hmm. and then the happy birthday set. okay yeah sidekick okay so i think that <laughs> what when they keep going in and out of the kitchen oh back and forth but between <laughs> i mean that's the best part it's <laughs> yeah. cusco and yzma back yes. and forth back and forth back and forth and Krog's just like all right just keeps on cooking it's, i uh, you know what i think I'm gonna say that Emperor's New Groove might be the gayest <laughs> I know, I know. movie because first of all, like Kronk is a hunk. Yep, Cusco like reminds me of so many gay yes. guys. Kronk is Kuzco I've missed out my life. <laughs> Annoying, rich, entitled, <laughs> needs to learn a lesson, <laughs> gets knocked down a few pegs, and there's someone that either like a colleague who ends up being a villain in your life, <laughs> but also is like super fabulous, Isma. Boom, baby. Okay, so my sidekick, I went in two different directions. Okay. So one which is a little bit more traditional is Cricky, the cricket from Mulan. Oh. Because that cricket is sassy. Mm-hmm. Very. Very sassy. Mm-hmm. And also makes some shit happen. Oh, yeah. The movie. Yeah. You know? And the other one, which also I want to know, like, how does this cricket survive through like the heat and the snow, and like all these things, it's pretty phenomenal. How about how did it survive being shot in a firework? <laughs> was it <laughs> shot on the firework? Yeah, in the cannon, it was like. Was it on oh, it or was that? I can't remember. I think it was on it, but I can be wrong. I don't doubt you. The other sidekick, and I'm curious what our listeners will think. I actually said Baymax.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I forgot about Baymax.
0: Are you thinking that
1: like people will think, That Baymax is the hero and not a sidekick? Yeah. I would say Baymax is
0: the sidekick. I feel like... He's a super sidekick.
1: (laughs) What is the main character's name in Big Heroes?
0: Well, I'll tell you in one second. Because... Hero. For my hero hero slash heroine, I said Hero Hamada. Oh. For my favorite hero. And I think for me in my my brain, I feel as though Hero Hamada... Mm -hmm is the hero of <laughs> Big Hero 6. Yes. Because he has to go through this journey and, you know, actually very similar to the villain. And it, like, for me, I always feel like the hero and villain, they're always kind of on these like parallel paths. But the hero obviously like redeems and like usually the hero makes a mistake, you know, mm-hmm. Not to say, like they're a tragic hero, but they have to like overcome something. And hero totally does that through the help of Baymax. I would say Baymax is a little bit more of a... Supporting comedic role. Yeah, supporting comedic role, but also like plays much more of an active role than a lot of other sidekicks in Disney movies. Well, I think, not to continue to go into this, but like the, I feel like the role of the sidekick,
1: you may have just say this, said this, and I'm sorry, but is like to uplift the, the yeah. main character, like Dory with Merlin, or Marlin. Baymax helps Hero throughout the whole mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have a fun Baymax story with the character in when, at when walt disney world
0: ba la 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 okay so moving on
1: yes. oh no you have to say yours i, I do check. i do although i do feel like we need to add another section to this and write our like sexiest animated character because tadashi would be mine oh <laughs> my
0: goodness <laughs> yes rest Tidashi. in
1: peace no, literally. Like, I
0: hope he had some fun in his life before him <laughs> because he deserved it. Please, he basically went to like the MIT of San Francisco. San
1: Francisco. He he that had a great time. time.
0: So, my hero slash heroine. Wait, sidekick.
1: Oh, cra, I said Kronk. Oh, I said Kronk. How silly of me. My hero slash heroine is Judy Hopps from Zootopia.
0: Amazing. Love her. I think she's amazing, and I want to be Judy Hops. Also, love. Zootopia yep. as a movie, Yep. So many things to say on that, so many things. but we'll hold on to it for another day. Also, love Jennifer Goodwin, but um, mm-hmm. who voices Judy Hopps, Disney Queen, yes. <laughs> Marvel, Marvel. Getting into Marvel. So first, I want to hear your favorite Marvel superhero, mm-hmm. and then I want to hear your top villain. Top for hero, probably not a surprise, but I
1: have the Scarlet Witch.
0: Ooh, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. But why?
1: Or I guess I should say, Wanda Maximoff, flash. This mm. of Why? Because she's badass, and that she was also my favorite, one of my favorite characters before the MCU even began, when it was just
0: Marvel animated series and comics. Um, and then, did you feel that Elizabeth Olsen like upheld your expectations? For absolutely. Wanda? I
1: love Elizabeth Olsen with all my heart. Um, I think she did an amazing job as Wanda. Um, actually at the gym yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah. I was on the treadmill and they had. Oh, I saw that. Was it Endgame? Um, no,
0: no, it was an endgame. Age um, of Ultron. 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 And
1: I love that movie because it's, uh, oh my God, it was like the fighting scene. And it's when <clears throat> Hawkeye and Wanda like have that little, sh- like they go into this house and he's like, when you, he's like, you can either sit here and wait and I'll get your brother and he can get to you or you can go out and fight. He's like, but just know the second you walk out that door, you're an Avenger. Right. And I was like, is it okay to cry? I was like. Walk uphill on a treadmill. I know, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, that's my hero. Villain. Oh, you want me to say both yeah, before Yeah, no, go yet? back and say mine. My favorite top
0: Marvel villain is the Scarlet Witch.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. See, a, part of me thought you would do that, which is why I wanted to hear
1: what you <laughs> would say. <laughs> I think she did an amazing job in the Multiverse of Madness. Do I really appreciate the fact like the reason why she went crazy is because of her made-up sons that she created no i do feel that women can be empowered not only by their children but i think that elizabeth olsen did such an amazing job about playing the role that she was supposed to play mm-hmm. as the scarlet witch because the scarlet witch comes with an immense amount of power and with that comes control and you can get lost along the way and i think she just does an amazing job just kind of not going crazy it's not like she had like the act three reveal of the killer at the end of a movie where she like kind of goes crazy she was just like or that
0: like she's been crazy all
1: right it's like yeah. no she's still herself but she's just not taking crap from other people and it's amazing
0: yeah and elizabeth brings the freak on like yes. she scared me in a couple bits <laughs> walking yes. down that hallway and her like next or and then she like comes through the mirror was well, that very was her... like the grudge yeah right that was a different universe of her. Yes. So for me, my favorite Marvel superhero, I mean, I will always have a special place in my heart for Captain America and Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. We all do. <laughs> but my fave as of late, Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. I mean, great movie. I think even greater character, just, I love the humor, the strength, let alone, I love an actor that performs most of their own stunts. I mean, I love actors that don't perform their own stunts, but watching the behind the scenes, it just, what a performance. I mean, so many of the performers in that movie, you know, did a a great deal of their own stunts and I was just so, so impressed. And yeah, so Shang-Chi for superhero and for villain... Loki. Oh, well, God yeah. of mischief. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Love him. Yeah, he, Loki's amazing. Can't wait for season two. Season two just announced. Well, not just announced, but reconfirmed of uh, with the key art. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for it. Okay, so the last two questions in movies and film. Favorite musical number, a.k.a. like a specific song from a Disney movie. So mine is The Next Right Thing from Frozen 2. Wow. I love that you took a sentimental path. Oh, absolutely. I am a sentimental man.
1: <laughs> no, I love that song. I love when the, how the movie kind of takes that turn. Mm. And I love that it didn't take it out. I love that it didn't see it as like this might bore the children and take it out because it's such a meaningful part in Anna's life to just be like I feel like she has been very dependable on Elsa and um Kristoff in her life or you know and she needed that moment to be like I'm all alone now and I just have to do this and it's also amazing song Kristen Bell like mm, everything Kristen Bell just like I love her so much and I, are you doing a chef's kiss I don't know what I'm doing no i right like, he was like I'm taking in and out
0: of I'm just
1: feeling all of Kristen Bell right now (laughs) oh wow um but yeah that is my number one song I feel like yeah
0: yeah I would also say with that song I feel like they made a conscious effort to obviously keep that song Mm -hmm. in there and not leave it on the cutting room floor hopefully because the kids that are now growing up with Frozen like the first one having the sequel they're at like a later point in life maybe they were seven and another 13 i don't know what the math is between the first and second movie i'm kind of forgetting but Mm -hmm. i'm curious if they wanted to really have this like adult within obviously a children's movie but like this adult moment of like you're going to be facing tough decisions Mm -hmm. and here's a wonderful way to like understand that at such a young age my favorite is go the distance from hercules oh i love it nice that's a good one yeah, I love that it's aspirational mm-hmm. I love that you can play it in the car, which we do often.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a that good is. one. And an audition song once for me for high school. In your high school. acting
0: career. In my high school acting career. Yes. Okay, now that we talked about favorite musical number, what about favorite soundtrack? Like The overall soundtrack.
1: The overall soundtrack, kind of already talked about it, and Kanto oh yeah i love it i'm just loving kanto i love listening to it just so much fun everything about it we don't talk about bruno (laughs) mine can you guess mine can i guess is it similar to mine like is it just like an animated film that has its own songs what (laughs) is it it, come again like is it similar like in that realm of like Encanto, Coco, like, or is it?
0: Mm, I would, s- <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I think so. Okay. I'll answer and you can tell me. Okay. I said Tarzan. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's in the realm of Because, saying,
0: yeah. like, mm-hmm. I know people say it a lot, but like, Phil, Co- Phil Collins did not need to go that hard <laughs> on Tarzan. But he did. But he did. And we're forever grateful. Forever. We're not upset about it. I want to know. <laughs> it's so- <laughs>
1: Um. Well, yeah, but what I like about Tarzan is that it is a lot of the soundtrack is Phil Collins and some of and it's like half and half of like Phil Collins songs and then some of the songs that are sung in the movie, which aren't too many.
0: Yeah, and it's really not many that are sung right. by the characters. And I think right. that's really kind of cool. I like that element. All right, I'm going to pass the mic yes. back to you for our third and final segment, which is television or TV for short.
1: <laughs> Uh, those what the kids are calling it these days um the boob tube (laughs) the boob tube the telly do you want to do something fun with this section
0: yeah what do you want to do
1: like do i want to guess what the other is going to say yeah okay all right so disney channel series is the first topic you can't still look at my screen.
0: Oh, I wasn't <laughs> trying to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, literally, I was looking at his screen, but I wasn't like consciously trying to look no. at his Well, me,
1: I'm he's... over here like we're drinking some Moscow Mules tonight. That's our drink of choice. And I'm con- continuously like turning my head away from the microphone and do a little burp. <laughs> we're drinking our Mickey Mule or our Maleficent Mules. Our dog Eve is on her pillow on the ground cuddling with Pluto. She has a Pluto stuffed animal.
0: She's on her bed, not her pillow.
1: Her little bed. And she's snoring. Okay. I think we have the same one for this.
0: Should we do one that we try to say it at the same time? Okay. We won't say it too loud. Okay. On three. Okay. We'll say three and then we'll say it. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. That's, That's so a raven. raven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so raven. It's the future I can see. That's so raven. <sighs> That's absolutely, I knew that was going to be yours as well. Like phenomenal such a good show iconic I think that mm-hmm. was the show I mean that was in an, at an age where I really was never a person that watched Disney like, show, shows no I guess like what am I trying to say like you grew up watching you know like friends and like other tv shows where what am I trying to say like serialized like you had to watch each episode that's a raven I felt like even though you could watch episodes out of order they were either like recurring characters or recurring yeah. plot elements that not like a big plot was building. I just, I remember it being distinctive moment in my entertainment. I love this type of comedy. I love that Raven is leaning into this slapstick, like full body comedy. Mm-hmm. There were costumes. I mean, is just iconic.
1: Yep. Such a great show. The characters are amazing. Chelsea, like,
0: Annalisa Vanderpool, yeah. phenomenal actress. <laughs> and great like guest spots too. Oh. Oh yeah. I mean Disney Channel did that, you know, on occasion, but mm-hmm. I feel like Raven was one of the earlier ones to do um, some guest spots. Yeah. Like now looking back, it's like holy moly, how mm-hmm. did they get these people,
1: you know? Right. Okay.
0: So this
1: one I'm not sure will have the same answer. So the next one is a theme song for a Disney Channel series. I'm gonna guess that yours is that's what Raven.
0: You would guess incorrect oh my favorite theme song is kim possible oh good one okay i'm a basic average girl mm-hmm. and i'm here to save the world you can't stop me because i'm kim possible so good so what's the sitch i mean come on call me beat me if you want to reach me i'm about to change my non-existent ringtone to the right <laughs> what's the sitch Phenomenal. Who's saying that? Yes. Christina Million.
1: Yes. I had to look it up really quickly because I almost said Ashanti. I was like, it definitely wasn't
0: Ashanti. Iconic. Um, Ooh, okay. What is your favorite theme song? Part of me wants to say that certain, but I would hope that both of us didn't choose that because we had just said mm-hmm. it as a favorite show. Lizzie McGuire. Yes. Really?
1: Yes.
0: Love First it. First of all, any type of an opening theme mm-hmm. where everyone's just jumping around on a bunch of balls. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like uh-huh. these huge, it's my like, top choice. I all I wanted in like gym class was them to one day roll out these huge, like right? life size filled room balls and you just jump on them, like,
1: bounce around the room. Love it.
0: But also, it wasn't even like the.
1: I mean, that part was fun, but the song was great. Oh, it's like, it amazing! You
0: you you
1: good got jam. A
0: picture I like when theme
1: songs like kind of upload, like make you feel the butterflies. Oh yeah, you know, I
0: could listen to that. You know, that was like I think the younger version kid of the Friends theme song. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: You know, like mm-hmm. it was a bop. Okay. Next up for TV, we have favorite Disney Channel star.
0: Yeah. performa
1: Mm-hmm. Like this one is the same. Do us. you
0: want to guess mine first, or? No, you guess mine first. Ooh. Okay. Are you gonna say, Anna Lisa I am. Yes. <laughs> we stand. is that what, we are. is that is that what the kids say do you say that you stan someone or like you are a stan of them i
1: have do no you know that lingo no i don't I do it's not like know that i lingo.
0: stand no, not like i stand i don't even know if i'm saying this right gen z if you're listening are you,
1: are you pronouncing the d is it stand? no it's you stan like with a stan with the s-t-a-n
0: um, oh yeah it, a stan is a slang term for someone who is extremely or excessively enthusiastic <laughs> and a devoted fan or celebrity okay that sounds a little bit too extreme mm. but the way that gen z uses it is a little bit more mm-hmm. like casual than that yeah yeah yeah. so like the example <laughs> for example you might hear someone say i love harry styles i've been a stan since one direction so oh. we love annelie's we do we've been a stan since that's a raven we've been and a stan i just love... since she's been a l- alone in the hallway as always, as always, just the stairwell, <laughs> right. the locker and her. I mean, yeah, I think actually, that probably was a moment that like the musical episode to reference it. And that's a Raven that mm-hmm. first of all, I mean, everybody was amazing in it. But I remember thinking, wow, like she can sing. Mm-hmm. And then I remember finding out that she was going to be Belle on Broadway, actually the last Belle. Yeah. And then that kind of tripped off like me kind of my peripherals and kind of following her journey online and now obviously she's doing the Disney Princess show and has done you know many things since then but mm-hmm. talk about a powerful performer love her Next let's up. watch a <laughs> di- <laughs> sorry I no, that was again. good <laughs> <laughs> let's watch a Disney Channel movie let's right. watch oh I was going to keep going a Disney we Channel movie <laughs> a Disney, Disney Channel movie, movie. Okay, okay, okay. It's 8 p.m. It's July. It's summer. Your arms are burnt. Or if you're me, your arms are burnt from wearing a t-shirt at summer camp. You come home. You put the alo on. You're watching Disney Channel Original Movie. Life is good. It's sweet. So you... Take me back. You
1: connected to summer. I connected Disney Channel Original Movies to the fall.
0: Oh, really? I think of like a
1: nice crisp... A crisp like nice crisp Sorry, I I have the gay slur, we all know it. <laughs> I yeah, connect it to October or like November or even late September.
0: Specifically like it, the Halloween movies? No, or? no, just like oh.
1: the crisp night. It's a weekend. Say crisp one more time. Crisp. but it's kinda of chilly out. It's a weekend, it is school's on, but you're not doing anything. Right. You know, it's a Friday, right. like
0: And you're watching Brink. Yeah. Or... or one of the movies that we're going to say. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm going to guess yours. I'm going to guess Smart House. No. I'm going to guess one more. Yeah. Cadet Kelly. No. Oh, my God. I don't
1: know if you're going to get it. It's he's kind gonna, of obscure. R- he's going
0: to rip the wedding band off my finger. <laughs> it you said is. it's kind of obscure?
1: Not obscure, but I don't think you'd get it. We've talked about this movie many
0: times. Wait, but... now I really need to think if I can get this. Okay. I'll cut out all the time that I'm wasting thinking about this give me a hint i want to say it
1: was like D- disney's like introduction to cross-dressing or i guess that's the term i can use yeah
0: it was like the introduction into drag
1: no not oh. not ne- technically drag but wait, it wasn't about no okay never mind that was a bad uh, now and a bad hint give I me guess. another hint
0: <sighs> vroom vroom Make my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl. No, that's zoom, zoom. Oh my God. So I thought <laughs> that's what you were doing. No. That's embarrassing that I just sang that. But <laughs> no, it's not. I went Wonderful. for it. Also, I'm kind of upset that I didn't put Xenon.
1: Are you still guessing who went mine? Is? I am.
0: Okay. Dirt. So, <laughs> wait. So my clues are broom, broom. No, vroom, broom. Oh, vroom, vroom, vroom <laughs> broom, broom. Vroom. Hocus Pocus. (laughs) Vroom, vroom. And the next one was dirt. Mm -hmm. You just threw me for a loop. Painted fingernails. What?
1: Painted lime green fingernails.
0: (gasps) Stepsister from Planet
1: Weird. No, oh my god,
0: you're horrible. What is it? Motocross. Motocross. Motocross, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wait, you know what I never realized? Did they title it motocross because there was like cross-dressing? Oh, that might have In like the wordplay. Mm -hmm. I loved that movie. Mm -hmm. Such a phenomenal movie. One of my faves. And it's funny that you bring up that that wasn't like in the summer because actually I remember vividly watching that, whether it was for the first time or not, when my family was vacationing with my cousins uh, skiing.
1: Oh, well, I'm going to go out and say I, I wasn't talking about that movie necessarily when I... Oh, I know. I don't know exactly when that movie came out, but.
0: But funny <clears> that <throat> I, originally I had been just thinking like DCOMs were really, you know, like the summer. Of course, mm-hmm. there were Halloween movies. Wow. Yeah. Such a good movie. Also, big crush on the guy that the main character has like the love interest for.
1: I had a crush on the main character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Number one drag king in my in my book.
0: Phenomenal. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm curious if that performer is still performing. Mm. Mine is I kind of went on a whim here because I feel like I love decoms mm-hmm. and it was hard to pick just one or even two. But I said get a clue, uh, yeah, because how do how do the kids use it again? Stan, I've been a stan of Lohan <laughs> since two thousand two. That no, was good. Yeah, whenever it came out, and I just love the poster. It was or the the artwork. It mm-hmm. was like her with the aviators, wherever they are. So I said Get a Clue or Cadet Kelly. Yeah. I love, I mean, one. another, you know, we mentioned Annalisa Vanderpoel. We mentioned Hilary Duff, uh, Chrissy Carlson Romano. Oh, amazing. performer. I did have another one, though, because. This is quickly turning into the decom segment.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, no, I was going to say that they used to be called.
0: Hello, everyone. Hi. How are you? <laughs> so a funny thing happened. Clearly, because it's just cut. <laughs> I, Matthew. Oh, don't blame yourself. No, I think it's it's not really blaming. It's mm-hmm. just being honest. I didn't charge the the I didn't charge the mini mics. Okay, the mini mics were <laughs> a little drained. <laughs> we drained the mini mics, and we had about twenty minutes left of content that we fully recorded. <laughs> Well, part of it was my
1: mic died first. And so there was some of it that was like I was in the background. You can kind of still hear me. But then yours died too. So there's like 15 minutes of just
0: flatline. And you know, (laughs) listener, you deserve more than flatline audio. Yes. So They call the time of death. (laughs) Here we are the next day. That was Bakuzi spinning his... Electrolyte beverage. My noon. I drink a noon every day. We are not sponsored by noon, but (laughs) noon, if you're listening, (laughs) send us the Bitcoin. Yes. All right. Well, let's dive back in to (laughs) Disney Channel original movie. Hey, we're here. We're queer and we're new.
1: All right. We are learning as we go, and you're on our journey with us. And so we are excited. The mics are 100% charged. We left off at our decom. correct? I said motocross, and you said, what did you say? Oh, you don't remember? Well, it was late last night. I can't remember. Wait, you said, and everyone on here is like, he just said it like a second ago, but it actually wasn't a second ago. It was 12 hours ago. Um, You said, you wanted to say xenon, but you didn't. Get a clue is what you said. I did say get a clue. Yes.
0: I said get a clue, or... Or, you did have an or. You Cadet Kelly. Right. Right. Because I'm here for Ms. Lohan. And Miss Duff and <laughs> Carl Spermato. Yes. I loved get a clue. I love me some Sherlock. And I think as a kid, that was my... Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't really like a Nancy Drew kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But when get a clue came out, loved it. Also the fact that Amanda Plummer is in it as the was she the teacher? She was like the silent teacher that Who's like was Amanda kind of quiet. Plummer? Who's Amanda Plummer? I feel like a horrible person. Christopher Plummer's there. daughter. Oh. Acclaimed oh. actress. Oh yeah. She in the Hunger Games, catching fire. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like that's all she's done. <laughs> no, no, she's done a lot more pulp fiction, all that stuff. And, but better yet, and fun fact. Do you remember who Christopher Plummer voices in the I don't want to say Disney universe. If I say Pixar universe that might be a little bit too much of a of a hint. Oh yeah, he in Up. What's his name? Adventure is out there. Oh, oh, he's not the old, he's not the main guy.
1: He's No, no, he's the villain. He's the villain. Yeah. He's Charles Muntz.
0: Charles Muntz. He's not Carl. He's Charles. So father like daughter working for Disney. Yes. So yeah, I got a clue. I loved it. And I feel like there was definitely like a theme song or something in it or like mm-hmm. the, the soundtrack I remember probably really enjoying. Um and then of course Cadet Kelly. I never wanted to go to military school more solely for the flag dance or yeah. whatever, like like the streamers. The ribbon the, the, rib- the like the ribbon. I was like, sign me up. This sounds amazing. <laughs> Funny thing is that does that actually exist within Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I highly doubt it. I think well, cause that was the whole purpose was that she brought her like artistic creativity, and freedom of expression to the school. Something that was missed, because my my microphone died, was
1: although motocross is my favorite DCOM, I did mention that prior to DCOMs, Disney had Disney Channel premiere films from like 1983 to 1997. And in the later years of that, the movie Suzy Q was one of my faves. And if you don't know who Suzy Q is, when Amy Jo Johnson pink ranger pink power ranger like in the 1950s she's going to the winter formal with her boyfriend they get in a car crash i think they go over a bridge so (laughs) yes and they die dramatic (laughs) um and she comes back 40 years later and kind of not haunts but she kind of this new boy and his single mother shelly long move into her house where she grew up and she's a ghost there and she he's the only one that's able to see her i forget exactly what the purpose of her being there is something to do with like not letting her family move out of the town or something that was a great one but yeah disney premiere disney channel premiere films that was like the parent trap 2 and other little channel uh, disney films that were in the
0: 80s and uh, early 90s and two things one i totally forgot about susie q and the second that you mentioned it i immediately remembered her white headband yes and like the pink dress Mm -hmm. like the 1950s dress
1: iconic it's like almost as iconic as my date with the president's daughter her dress
0: i mean let's not compare apples (laughs) to oranges here koozie the Uh, the uh, the dare i say infamous pink dress and it's it lives on in infamy only because my date with the president's daughter is not on or available on disney plus which is so sad a total crime and also, I have a theory that they changed from Disney Channel Premiere Film to Disney Channel Original Movie solely because they wanted to have a appropriate acronym, acronym. <laughs> because DCOM is a whole lot better than. D- what would it be? Yeah. DCP8, DCPF, right? DCPF. D-C-P-F. D-C-P-F. Oh. Let's watch a Disney, Disney Channel, Channel Premiere, premiere Film. film. <laughs> I mean, when we did it like that, that sounds amazing, but not as good as DCOM. Okay, moving on. Disney Plus. We have two categories. What are they? Yes. So
1: um, again, we were having some fun, and with this section, we were guessing which one the other was going to be. But now that we are already did this, the surprise is gone. <laughs> so, but okay. there's still a surprise element for you. That is true. Our listeners out there. So our next two with Disney Plus. Our Favorite Disney Plus Original Series and Favorite Disney Plus Original Documentary. I believe we had the same series, <laughs> correct? We certainly did. Yes. yes. We both love WandaVision. It was also, I think that's the, that was the first series of Disney Plus. I think yes. I started with
0: that. And I mean, the fact that it came out when it did, I think it was a perfect storm mm-hmm. of timing yep. that it really became the hit that it did in the sense that everybody was watching, right? Like there wasn't a ton to be doing. And so we were kind of needing some new stories, Mm -hmm. especially those stories within the Marvel universe. And I remember having no concept of what to expect. And I actually from, I think I forgot that the trailer did show the different like decades. With WandaVision, I remember feeling like in the first episode, I thought the entire series was going to be black and white in 50s, 60s TV land. Oh, right. Yeah. And I remember being pleasantly surprised when that was not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, we had originally said that, obviously, Elizabeth Olsen gave a phenomenal performance. Phenomenal. For me, though, it was the breakout performance of Catherine Hahn. Right. And I... I say breakout, not because she isn't already like, you know, known, but I think this role really gave her the opportunity to become a household name Mm -hmm. and showcase her acting chops. I mean, she's like a classically trained thespian, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, you know, grew up in theater as so many people have, but it, it was really wonderful to see her go from this like slapstick comedy Right. Like to from, being like, a full-out villain. Right. Go from Aggie to Agatha. Yes. Or was she... Agnes. Her name was Agnes?
1: Yes. The neighbor? Yep. yep. Right. Agnes to Agatha. Yeah. this, And also throughout the, each episode, she had to kind of be a different role and different character. She was always that peppy neighbor, but then come to the end when she was just totally real and like a little on the crazy, you know, but not, yeah. not too crazy, but like perfect. Too good. Such a great show. They keep you on edge the whole entire time. The music, phenomenal. Every single theme song of each decade, each episode. Anderson Lopez or Lopez Anderson.
0: I think it's Anderson Lopez. Anderson Lopez, Lopez,
1: yes. Like they are phenomenal. Yeah, I think our favorite was the 80s. I think the 80s episode. The song was like... like. Na,
0: na, na, as you go along, oh my god, yeah, da, na, 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 na. it's
1: like super growing pains vibes, and it's everything for me. I played it on repeat so many times.
0: Growing pains, a little bit of full house, <laughs> you know, all the good stuff. Too little good. family, uh, family ties or family matters. No, family ties was the older one.
1: Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. family matters.
0: yeah. A really wonderful show. So, how about documentary? Documentary, um, but we had different ones yeah, so my favorite documentary, or my documentary top, would be Imagineering Story. Mm-hmm. Love it. Surprise, I, surprise. I probably have watched it in its entirety a solid 10 times. Oh, absolutely. Maybe even more. Maybe even more. Well, I would say, like, I, I go back to random little bits. Like, mm. it's my home for lunch, <laughs> Yes. guilty pleasure, I just love it. As someone who has always been intrigued by behind the scenes, whether it be something on stage or on screen, I really have always enjoyed understanding how something works and like the science behind things. And from a technical standpoint, learning about the backstories of, you know, ride creation. At the parks, as well as animatronics and all the technology and the the artists that really make Disney parks and Disney and the Disney brand come alive. So I love the Imagineering story, and I do have a, the book version of the Imagineering story sitting on our bookshelf that I do need to crack open the cover because oh, yeah, I'm curious what more. There's definitely more detail in in the book, but highly recommend Imagineering story. Oh yeah, I mean,
1: I want you. In fact, to so say you made me watch it. I watched it with you and loved it. it was such, a, I mean, you know. Tears. Tears. At certain points. At certain point, especially the end. Oh, God. It's like such a good ending of a documentary. Um, You just feel all the feels. Like, all of the feels I talked about in our last episode about being on Main Street in Disney. It's like,
0: time's 10. Well, mm-hmm. because you're hearing from the creators themselves. Yeah, and you're hearing the story of the creation, the not to be cheesy, but the trials and tribulations that they either Mm -hmm. went through or rather when people ask me why I love going to Disney parks, a lot of people, you know, default to, oh, that's, you know, like a kid's thing or right. They, they chalk chalk it up to, Mm -hmm. again, wanting to be a kid. And we kind of talked about this in the previous episode. And for me, I marvel at the creation of it all and the fact that, oh, I think because I am a designer, like I have that awareness of someone had to design this, like this didn't just appear like this ride or this vehicle or this Mm -hmm. show or parade didn't just like appear out of thin air. There were artists and creatives and scientists and engineers Mm -hmm. that worked for years to make this thing happen. And the amazing thing is that while watching the Imagineering story, you also learn that disney really invented technology that had never existed right prior to and that's something that i always appreciate about the disney parks this is not just about this like fantastic imaginary world yes there is that element to it but at the end of the day there's so much technology that was, was created and developed by disney or wed enterprises specifically before it was called Imagineering. Mm -hmm. You'll have to watch to find out if you haven't already. And I just think that's so inspiring, you know, from developing technology for the World's Fair to them bringing that to the parks. It's a really wonderful journey to to go on. And not to mention, if you haven't already, Angela Bassett. (laughs) I could listen to her read me a summons from the IRS. (laughs) And I'd be happy about it. (laughs) I would replay that over and over and over even in my jail cell oh, yeah not that the irs is coming after me by the way but that's just the first thing i thought of as a business owner <laughs> there's something i need to know about your new husband
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no. okay so my disney original top oh documentary no, top.
0: documentary
1: well original documentary is into the unknown making frozen 2 love that one we watched that together which is always fun because there's a lot of times, you know, in our relationship where we watch things new together or one of us has seen it and we're experiencing it with our partner as they watch it for the first time. But this one we watched together and it was phenomenal. Just we love Frozen 2 in general. It's so much more adult. Yes, than the... it's perfect. It's amazing. As you mentioned, what I love a lot about this is just how long people spend on an animated movie how many years goes into it and the process behind it all the different roles that are needed all the different animators are they called imagine no they're not imagineers but yeah the amount of animators that go into one movie because one animator spends their whole time doing literally either a one scene or they're specifically on his hair or else's hair you mm-hmm. know what i mean
0: like things like that like that's their focus right like a 10 second clip within right. One whole song Mm -hmm. is dedicated to one animator. Maybe they might do one or two other of those bits. Yep. But those moments of listening to the animators talk, especially the younger ones, and saying, inviting their families and being in the movie theater saying, oh, there's my, oh, yep. Yeah. That's it. You know, (laughs) too good. And also just seeing Disney Animation
1: Studios. Like, if I could live there, if I could just have my job, I would. Work at the front desk i would do anything there to just be able to like you swipe a disney animation id swipe access into the building and
0: be there full-time the amount of serotonin mm-hmm. i would feel <laughs> or receive by walking into that building Seriously. is that correct serotonin right that's yeah that's yes okay like, melatonin <laughs> <laughs> but no it's so true and i think that's also something That I love about, like, why I love Disney animated movies is because, again, it's not just a computer that they say, hmm, let's have this sequence happen, right? right? And it just does it. Mm -hmm. It's hard work for years with many people involved, hundreds of people involved. Mm -hmm. And hearing the story firsthand from those involved, specifically in the making of Frozen 2, Mm -hmm. is just unbelievable. Yes. So you
1: go get a job at Pixar. I'll work at Disney
0: Animation. Sounds I'm good. To California. <laughs> Sign me up. If any recruiters are out there listening, just <laughs> let us know. Send us a DM. Please and thank you. Something else, though, with the imaginary, I mean, with, oh my gosh, our dog just walked into into the home <laughs> studio. Did her little downward facing dog stretch. A little stretch. Hi, baby girl. The thing for me also with Into the Unknown was the fact that it was so thrilling like they didn't even know what the full ending was until months before they like had to finish the film and I think that's something that as a quote creative myself but really as anybody who works in any job that has a deadline or a project that you have to come up with an idea or pitch something it was really wonderful to be reminded even folks this high up Disney right the Arguably, one of the biggest companies in the world, if not the biggest company, that they themselves. Where's your choice? Where's your choice? Where's your bone? I guess what I'm trying to say is the fact that one of the biggest, if not the biggest, entertainment companies in the world is making it up as they go along. Oh. (laughs) To reference the WandaVision theme song it just makes you feel good because right. you're like, right, there are people behind this. They're not perfect. They themselves worry about is the sequel is the second thing they're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. going to be as good as the first. And as a human, it just is very relatable right. to experience and watch. Well, also the connection you did with
1: that was because Anderson Lopez did the music for both of those. They created that song from WandaVision and they were also were, they were also were trying to figure out the last song. I think, a lot of it was trying to figure out, show yourself. Um, oh yeah, and, like what was going to be happening in that scene?
0: Oh um, yeah, and what? That's exactly it. Yeah. what was she actually finding? Right. What? What was she finding?
1: Herself. <laughs> 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 then, um. Spoiler alert.
0: No. Um. Oh, what's next? It's our bonus. What our bonus? Bonus round. So the reason why it's a bonus is because gaming, there's not a huge amount of topics for us to discuss around gaming. Though now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, don't say there... that because you don't know. <laughs> I know. Well, and actually I'm thinking. I do like, know. There is a there's lot. There's Disney Monopoly that we've played. Oh, yeah. But there's also a lot of video <laughs> games
1: according to Disney, like on your phone or any type of games. There's Kingdom Hearts,
0: Speedster. This bonus of Disney Dreamlight Valley is a quick dip of the toe into the wonderful world of Disney gaming. Yes. And so we have two, two subcategories within Disney Dreamlight Valley. Kuzi, walk us through the premise of what Disney Dreamlight Valley is. Sure.
1: Yeah. I think I'm just going to do a quick toe dip of an explanation, because we are going to do an episode soon about Disney Dreamlight Valley. But yeah, for those who haven't played, it is a wonderful game. You can play it on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, Xbox. If you do have a Switch, it's not the most compatible at the moment. There is a lot of glitch with this game on the Switch because it
0: is an early access mode. However, if you are a patient person, you should be yes. fine. <laughs> I enjoy it very much on okay. Switch. But yes, basically, the premise of Dreamlight Valley
1: is you are an adult and you come home to, I think, your grandparents' house, and you go back in the backyard where you were a kid. You used to play all these games and use your imagination. You go back there, you kind of fall asleep, and then you enter the world of Dreamlight Valley, which has been taken over by the forgotten. And it is your job to figure out what is wrong and try and save the valley from the forgotten and continue to bring back all the disney villagers that were there and all your friends um, and neighbors similar very similar to animal crossing it's a very calming game relaxing there's no crazy battles or it, it it's not a quick combat game it is a very much just strolling around doing simple tasks picking up things hitting rocks <laughs> making recipes it is a great way to just relax calm yourself the music is phenomenal. Um, when it doesn't lag or skip, <laughs> because we shall go more into what Dreamlight Valley is in a later episode. But for right now, we will discuss two of our tops of Dreamlight Valley.
0: Yeah, let's tease some tops yes. for Dreamlight Valley, starting with favorite character or villager. I feel like that's just one of the same. Are there characters that aren't villagers? It is. I guess I was trying to use a term For our listeners, yes, if they have not played the game and I said villager, it might be a little confusing, rather as like what Disney character is a villager. So there are (laughs) villagers in the game. Not every single Disney character is in the game at the
1: moment. They release updates every like six to eight weeks or so. And usually in that moment, a new character is introduced. They're either up here in the valley or you have to go into a different realm and bring them back to the valley. I don't know the amount of character or villagers that there are at the moment. There's like 15. Yeah, there's a lot. There's
0: 24 or something. And it's a nice mix of classic Disney (laughs) characters as well as newer Disney characters. You know, they have everything from Mickey and Minnie all the way up to Mirabelle. Mirabelle. And Anna Elsa. Moana. My favorite Disney villager,
1: actually Nala, because I love the lions. I love how they have Scar and Simba and Nala. And Nala is just really fun to walk with. Um,
0: Spoilers, by the way. Oh, I mean... If you were to play this. (laughs) These characters are revealed in different capacities. Well, true, but when you sign on on to the the game, when you do
1: sign on and you can go into your collections page it shows you how many characters you have out of the total and they show you what characters are available
0: yeah yeah but
1: yeah is my fave i do love her friendship quest a friendship quest is doing certain tasks to upgrade your friendship level with this villager and when you get to level 10 there's a final quest and there's quests along the way depending on what level you reach with them and nala just has a really fun friendship quest as well as simba but i prefer to walk around with nala
0: yeah and i think what we were discussing as well is the fact that it's really fun to to walk around with a character that is not also human right because it just like the the perspectives is are are different between Mm -hmm. the like heights and whatnot it just it feels like our our dog eve is walking with us (laughs) my favorite character Mm -hmm. is surprise surprise merlin (laughs) who is actually the first character that you meet yes when you start the game and maybe that's it maybe it's because sword in the stone is my favorite disney classic animated film but i just love merlin's personality the way he dances and the like tunic slash dress that he wears i want it if that's what i could put on every single day it'd be so much easier and i just think he's a kooky crazy character and like there's like a magical element to his character and i also really like that when for me i have his skill to help me is with mining. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm mining those gems, I like that when he walks over to said gem to like give me a duplicate, he like picks up this little like magical orb, mm. whatever, and like puts it in his pocket. And in my mind, I'm like, what is he doing that for? <laughs> and I, I, in my mind, hope that there's some like thing that he's been doing. No. However, no, <laughs> it's probably just, that's just his action. Um, but I just think it's, it's so wonderful and he's just a, a fun character.
1: Well, that leads us to our next top of Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is your favorite activity, Matthew. What is your favorite activity,
0: I wonder? Shock, shock. It's (laughs) mining. And I just love the, when you play it on the Switch or any type of, I'm assuming any type of like game. I don't know about the PC, but yeah, any game. I guess I'd call it like a tactile feedback, like a vibration. Vibrating. Yeah, that you feel as you mine these rocks. And it's just very (laughs) relaxing, Mm -hmm. if you will. Are you holding them in your hand or are they somewhere else? (laughs) In my hand. Mm -hmm. One, I just love all the colors of the gems and how you have to go into different biomes or areas within the land to extract the gems. And I also love that gems equal cold, hard cash (laughs) and you can sell it for money and then you can go to the store and buy clothing. (laughs) That's true. But
1: another way to make money is my favorite activity which is harvesting crops.
0: Loves himself a pumpkin.
1: I do, I love myself a pumpkin. I love depending on the crop, it is connected to a certain biome. There's like 3 or 4 crops per biome, and if you grow or yeah, harvest that crop within that specific biome, it takes a quicker amount of time for that crop to be Completed. <laughs> so for instance, if you want to crop some pumpkins, because you want to make some pumpkin soup or pumpkin puffs to make some money. Um, if you want to crop some pumpkins, grow them. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, what am I saying? Crop them. Oh my God. If you want to harvest some pumpkins, if you want to grow some pumpkins and make some soup or
0: puffs. I've never made a pumpkin puff. Oh, oh and he
1: drops the I mini, drop mini mic. I A pumpkin puff. Yeah. So it's actually kind of funny because some people, I'm obviously in the Disney Dreamlight Discord. And what does that mean? Um, it means there's a Discord that is specifically for Dreamlight Valley.
0: And what's a Discord, for those that don't know?
1: Uh, uh, I don't know how to explain that. It's just a way to app or a, a site. It's like social interaction. It's like Reddit, right? Yeah, basically. Cool. A lot of people say that pumpkin pops are <laughs> a more efficient way to make money. because They take somewhat less ingredients. I don't know. But I think pumpkin soup is the way to go because although it does require milk, pumpkin pots require cheese. You have to buy that from ratatouille. that needs another vegetable to make it. If you put another pumpkin in, you can make another like 700 bucks. So either way, I love harvesting also because you can have a companion. You can connect their skill to crops or harvesting crops and you can, I for instance, have mini and there's a little trick where if you go into design mode, you can build a fence around the character and then leave design mode and then go pick up all the crops and then go back into design mode, take the fence away. And when you leave design mode, they're literally, it's like a burst <laughs> of them just come flying out. I will say, if you would do this on the Nintendo Switch, your game will probably crash right after,
0: but it is just super fun to watch. It's just a I fun mean, and role. like visually, it's like very magical. <clears throat> there's all this like light and... Yeah, this purple light, the...
1: All the vegetables get, just go, woo, <laughs> And it's fun to do if you're just kind of like looking for something fun um, or make a giggle while you're playing Dreamlight Valley. I also like cooking. Matt hates cooking, but I like... Who's making. Matt? Matthew. <laughs> Matthew does not like cooking in the game. I do. I love... Although it can be... I do wish there was a more efficient way to do it. I wish you could make more than one meal or recipe at a time, but... I love finding all the recipes and figuring out what goes in what, and then making the most expensive recipe and selling it for money.
0: I just want to sell gems.
1: Yes. I, I want to keep it easy. You go mine, I'll make the food and play your belly. Well, I feel like I've learned so much about you. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, things I already knew and new things I just discovered. Just discovered.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like we should do a recap on social. And what I actually am thinking we could do is, On our stories, put both of our answers and see what people choose between the two. For example, like our favorite rides. Oh, and they can just pick like whose ride is,
1: like which one
0: they agree with. Oh, oh, I got. Not like a March Madness type thing, but Mm -hmm. a comparison Mm -hmm. could be fun. See what you like, you know, because this is the you, me, and D podcast, and as our dedicated listener, you play a very important role. So. Let's figure out what your favorite Disney top is. <laughs> or who? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us as we uncovered our favorite Disney tops here on the You, Me, and D podcast. If you enjoyed the show and want to show your support, please subscribe, rate, review, and tap that little bell so that you never miss a future episode. And remember, the fun doesn't stop here.
1: You can follow us over on Instagram, the You, Me, and D podcast, where we share even more free Disney content each week. We love connecting with our listeners, so be sure to send us a DM to let us know your favorite Disney top or what you'd like to hear on an upcoming show.
0: So from us two to all of you, stay curious, keep dreaming, and we'll see you next time on the You, Me, and D, D podcast.